Alice, I'm going to ask you a couple of standard questions, okay? Have you or any member of your family ever been diagnosed schizophrenic, mentally incompetent? My uncle thought he was St. Jerome. I'd call that a big yes. Uh, are you habitually using drugs, stimulants, alcohol? No. No, no, just asking. Are you, Alice, menstruating right now? What has that got to do with it? Back off, man. Um, TC and Jake. Hey there, folks. I think this could be our last show of the year. Or maybe we'll do one tomorrow. That's my report. Who could say? Not me. Not me. Why don't you, uh, why don't you see if you can record one with... I don't know if he even wants this out there, but uh, you have a pal who's very closely associated with the, uh, the Irish program. Is he making the trip or no? <laughs> I, I don't know how to handle any part of this. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he's making the trip. He's, I mean, like, he's part of the home game I mean, he's staff. the OC. Uh, oh. No, I'm not, I'm not friends with Tommy Reese. Although, if he's oh, listening to this, I'd be happy to. Did uh, you make the time? Did uh, from your Glendale Marriott? Did his con- did Tommy's conversation with uh, Ryan Rosillo make it to uh, your radar? What the fuck do you think? Okay, I mean, <laughs> it's the kind of, like I. If you listen to it, you would find it interesting. Uh, he's, I'm sure it's. Like, I learned in the course of the conversation, like, it appears that they are just, like, actual, they're, they're real friends. Um, Tommy Reese and Ryan Rosillo. There's got to be a good 12 years in age difference, though, right? Yeah, Rosillo even, like, makes a, a nod, like, he's he's trying to remember, uh, like, you know, they're, they're talking about a shared memory, and Rosillo's like, when was that? And the, he says, Rosillo out loud is like, Surely I wasn't a big enough loser to be fucking talking to college kids. Like, uh, while I'm a sports center anchor being like, hey, man, you want to go out? You want to you go hang out? I appreciate Rusillo's uh, self-awareness on that front, but I absolutely think he is that guy. I mean, he's obviously pretty close to that guy. I think yeah, that's what he was. I mean, like, you can hear the re- realization of it in his voice. Yeah, like from day one of Barstool being not like the complete toxic brand, like and having offshoots that were acceptable for people to associate with, he was very involved. Yeah, very very involved. Um, but yeah, and it it do we? Do, I mean, do people really look? I've had my own share of fucked up incidents, uh, drunk in my life. But do people really talk on. enough about the fact that he has a Jim Bob Cooter in his past? Um. That's a pretty big one, dude. I talk about it all the time, Theo. Okay. I mean, respect. Like, the dude was messed up. He was out of town. He didn't hurt anybody. Uh, He could (laughs) have. Yeah, I don't know. know. It's kind of a weird one. You've never uh, broken into a a vacation cabin, Um, so I don't want to, like, tar you or anything. But whenever processing it, I I am, like – are some of the people uh, that I hang out with, possibly ones in this conversation, capable of similar incidents? Yeah, I <laughs> I'm mean, like you know, if it goes like it's just a luck thing, in my opinion. A hundred percent. I think it's not just a luck thing. I think it's luck combined with skill or lack thereof on my part. Like I can get to a hamper. Like the the fact and, that and uh, pee in it. I don't know that found I, the I right ever... uh, apartment at hangout every time. The, the, I'd say the chances of that are low. 
Yeah, well, I think the other thing about that was uh, the way the way I often remember those situations were that you were so like just. It was almost like you were coming back around to sober by the time we got back. That's true. And then you were like starting over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and then also like I just think that I, the way I remember it is I think he might have – okay. So Jim Bob Cooter crawled in a window and I think Russillo actually just went through a door. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to remember if – But I think he also just like went through a door and sat down on the people's couch and was like, what's up? <laughs> so they, they were in there? Yeah, and I think it might even have been a little bit of a honeypot where the door was like propped open because they were partying. But I don't remember all the details. I just remember that he was like, "What's the problem?" <laughs> See, I was, I wonder. I, I bet that you probably remember this better than I do. But I thought there was something about like crawling in the bed that either they came and found him like asleep in one of the beds. Or that, like, he was trying to go to sleep and there was a dude already there or something. Yeah. I See, the reason I, I'm confused on this is because the Jim Bob Cooter. I could just be thinking of Jim Bob. His was like a lady. Ooh. And I think he, yeah, he. And Gives dude, the wrong message. And, the, and that's not the reason that he's not working in the NFL now. What is the reason he's not working in the NFL now? I think it's just because he sucked. Oh, did he? Uh... I mean, and maybe he is like in a Ben McAdoo type role, but I mean, he got jobs, big jobs after that incident uh, while he was at Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, running backs coach for the Jets. Mm. JBC. Just All not right. where you want to be. What does he know Probably about running backs? 700 a year. Yeah, but you know how, like, is it about the paycheck or is it about the prestige, dude? The paycheck. No. He can, yes, he can continue to make money. But I don't know. Whatever. If you ask Jim Bob if it's going how he wants, I bet. I mean, I you know, I don't know. Maybe he does think it's fine. And if he does, that's proof of why he's not an OC. Oh, he just doesn't, he's just not a lion. He's an alligator. He gets paralyzed when he, uh, when he eats. That's right. That's right. I'm obsessed with Michael Parsons right now, TC. Is, is that what he said? Dude, it's so funny. Like, you see this a lot in basketball, but it doesn't come up that much in pro football. But a couple weeks ago, he trademarked, like, the lion is always hungry or something. Mm -hmm. I'm hungry right now. Which, in the history of uh, cowboy linebackers filing for trademarks early in their career. They do like to do that as a group. Yeah, it hasn't always gone great. Mm -hmm. But so he trademarked that. And I think he said it was like a Kobe quote because, of course. Well, then shouldn't and I'm Kobe's sure Kobe family came up have the trademark? You would think. I'm going to honor him by slightly altering this so much that it stands up in court. That's the Mamba way. <laughs> that is the Mamba way. <laughs> um, I was so reminded then, yeah. that uh, one of Kobe's last acts before uh, you know passing to the great beyond was uh, – meeting with uh, Muhammad bin Salman to try and clean up his image after the Jamal Khashoggi incident. Uh, is that true? Yes, dude. Holy fuck. Well, you know, he's still an important guy. We should probably just see what he has to say. You know, I'm an open-minded. I embrace debate. You know, like, I just, I just want to go in. We'll see. We'll see. And- because, look, okay, everyone can 
you know, people have different takes on uh, religious texts. You know, people will read quotes and see different things in them. It's not a stretch to say that having a rival chopped up with a bone saw is also the Mamba mentality. <laughs> you know, if uh, if Kobe could have gotten Garnett in a room. I mean, there there were playoff series where he was proverbially. Yeah, uh, yeah. The defense. He was like a bone saw through the defense. So he gets it. It might not have been a rehab of image. It might have just been like a meeting of the minds. Yeah, Dude, you get it. Oh, I don't even remember what I was going to say. You were talking about point. Micah Parsons. and Oh, you, yeah. You were talking funny, about how like, obsessed you were with him. And that makes me – Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm still kind of trying to figure out the whole thing. So I want you to talk to my friend who, uh, you know, seemed to really have reservations about Micah Parsons, the person, and the draft selection in general. He's uh, Jake from nine months ago. That's that's who I want you to speak with. Yeah, well, the first thing to finish my other point was just, like, he always says the wildest shit every week now. Uh, And this week it was, you know, I don't – he got more into the lion thing. And he's not really my favorite. My My favorite is Randy Gregory. Well, now because that they I went to Ray, they went to Randy Gregory and asked him about. Oh, it was Micah was like, I was the lone lion, but now uh, they're all like Osa and Neville's here, and Demarcus is back, and and Gregory's here. He's like, we're no longer. I'm no longer a, lo- a lone lion. We are the lion pride. Yeah, yeah. And they asked Gregory about it, and Gregory's like, I think he writes this shit the night before. <laughs> <laughs> what an accusation. Like, Gregory's so over all of it. He's like, I mean, I guess it's funny, but the guy just seems like he's he's coming up with stuff to say to you guys. I mean, I don't know what to say, dude. He arguably, by the legal definition, raped a teammate like two years ago. Yeah, I just don't – I don't like that. But um, So what else are you like supposed Kobe, to do with I'm that? Like Kobe, I'm continuing to listen. I, yeah, there you go. So, I, I mean, the uh, the on-field stuff – I don't know that I – like, dude, I was looking at this the other day. Not that I want to go full sports pod today, but he had like 130 pass rush snaps in two years in, at Penn State. Yeah. And he's at like 250 this season. Yeah. No, I, I think I really don't know that there's ever been anything like it. I, I would agree. I, I don't – I mean – Back in like the 40s, they were probably like drafting <laughs> yeah. people at guard and playing them at receiver. Like who the fuck knows? Uh, yeah. But in in the time I've been watching football, I cannot recall a single time that someone drafted a linebacker in the first round in their rookie season. They were like, fuck it. We'll just play him at end. And uh, he uh, <laughs> then became like the best end in the league. Yeah. So, yes, I will hand up, call my foul on not not seeing that one. And to my knowledge, he has not put his penis in or around the buttocks of uh, of uh, Leighton Vander Esch, which was the accusation at Penn State, mm-hmm. in and on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like I'd be able to know the difference. I wonder if it'll. Uh, I wonder <laughs> if it'll. Wouldn't you? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I have a, a clear idea. Um, you know, despite no visual contact, you know, like you can't see. But, but yeah. right, yeah, no, blindfold. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need all, all the senses to figure that one out. Really, just one. Um, smell. 
And uh, <laughs> I I wonder if we'll ever see, like, like will we now? I mean, I would guess that probably it just kind of starts with, I, I don't know. I My question I'm trying to ask and already having the debate with myself, so I can't even get it out, is... I already know what you're going to say, Will we though. see another person like Parsons? Like, will there be another instance of a linebacker being drafted because, hey, he can do all this other stuff and maybe we'll just do that? Because I, I think that college teams are probably also aware that Micah Parsons is doing well. And so I sort of think that the system will... I'm not even sure there's a system to correct. I just don't think there's too many dudes out there like that. Like, at his weight, he should be a shitty defensive end. And most people who you who at that weight that you play in there is going to be. Would you agree with that? Yeah, for sure, but less so every year. Yeah. So, I mean, I think if you went back to when this show used to really talk sports. Uh, I was definitely a big, big proponent of the, by some date that I'm sure I would have just kept moving into the future to never be wrong. Mm -hmm. Like eventually you'll have like seven safeties and four down linemen who are just 2010 linebackers. Yeah. Now I think it's funny too, when people say like, ah, it's all cyclical. And I've seen like a lot of ink spilled this year on the run game is back. Like, why is the run game back this year? And then you like go to Pro Football Reference and like attempts are still like static or down. It's just yards per attempt are slightly up. It's which is solely a function of teams playing the pass more, but they're not running it more. They're just that that's like what qualifies as cyclical now. You know what I mean? Like same thing in the NBA. Like teams will take like three more mid-range shots a game and people are like huh coming back see it's all coming back baby the <laughs> bad boy uh pistons or i don't know just people yeah whatever but so to your point uh it happens a lot on offense from the college level but defense very rarely yeah defense what they usually try to do is say this guy's gonna play like four positions and they get fucked like isaiah simmons you think he's bad? Uh, he's been better this year. Yeah, but I mean, he didn't start in the kind of. He didn't play like much at all last year. Yeah, but but I don't know. We're, it's pretty high pick. Like as a big Arizona guy, I want to tell you he's doing fine. What's going on with uh, the other linebacker? Tell me that then. Like for the Cardinals. Uh yeah, why am I blanking on his name now? Their first the dude they took uh not Boise State. Where was it? Zaven Collins? I don't have any clue. I don't know who that is. First time hearing of that name. All right. Well I'm not a Cardinals fan. I'm just a guy who's going to be traveling to the Valley of the Sun. Oh, you're just yeah, just a fan of Arizona. Yeah. yeah That's right. Just the yeah. you know, it's the, the copper state. Why? I uh, I'll give you two guesses, dude. Because there's a ton of copper there. Come on. I was going to say copperhead snakes. I don't even really know what copper is, though. Just some spare mineral. It's kind of bronze looking, although clearly it isn't bronze because bronze Then is it bronze. would just be bronze. <laughs> you know, I think it kind of has more of a copper look to it. <laughs> uh, undeniable, I guess. I'm trying to look it up. What is the Arizona state? I think that is what it is, but I'm just going off. I don't really care. Because... Uh, do you remember this? Oh, no, it's called the Grand Canyon State, although it also says Copper State and Valentine State. 
Um, Valentine's Day. Dude. Yeah, I got nothing for you on that one. Do you remember several years ago? Uh, so I, everyone knows, I don't need to reestablish. I don't really like uh, the Phoenix area that much. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> but uh, so I just don't like deserts. Um, Bad Radio had this big plan. I think that you might have already done the Browns game. You guys were like, got to keep this going. Got to keep momentum. Yeah. Uh, we're going to build the show around going to Cowboys road games. And, uh, yeah, they, uh, so that you, you picked a Monday night game against the Cardinals. Um, it, as it, as it happened, I believe that, yeah, the Cowboys did win that one. Des had some catches, right? It was still Des on the team. Des and Elliot played together at some point, right? Cause I remember, oh, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was the big narrative about Elliot being too fat. And I, I did personally see him and was like, if that guy's too fat, I'm dead. yeah that's weird because i feel like what we were trying to do was follow johnny he wasn't with the cardinals i know that's why i'm saying i don't remember that i i fuck dude i don't know the game that you're talking about i feel like was the anthem game yes absolutely 100 percent. i saw that and i don't jerry jones locking arms and I don't remember us planning on going to that, but you may be right. I, Dude, the way I remember it. And the crowd booed the shit out of it. Oh, I definitely remember that. Yeah. That's. Jerry was like, here's this big thing. Like, you know, I we got this controversy <laughs> going on, but I've got a great solution that'll make everyone feel happy. And everyone in the stadium was like, get the fuck up. <laughs> I, I put my best and brightest on this one. What do you think? I, I, think, I think his best and brightest was just him. I believe all the reporting was that everyone else had come to a different plan. And came, all right, man, here's what we're doing. Um, that's why if you ever really just want to kill some time, that season of All or Nothing, the pinnacle of sports documentaries. Mm, because they're there for the Zeke suspension and they're there for the anthem. Yeah. And all of that is a beautiful shit show. You no, know, what I was going to say is <laughs> – I think the bad radio plan was even more bad radio than that. Mm -hmm. We were trying to time when Johnny Manziel would get to start. And we were planning on going to Indianapolis for a Browns-Colts game. What a bunch of weirdos. But I I know that you did at one point were committed to that you were going to travel to this game. I just don't remember exactly. Because uh, the station, you know, who covers what is assigned more or less when the schedule comes out. But, you know, sometime in – I mean, this was, I think, like the third game of the season, something like that. Definitely early. Um, So – but, I mean, it was maybe like a month before the game. You guys were like, hey, we're definitely going to do this one. Um, TC, you should see if you could come with, like by being the guy who's covering it. And so I go in there and, you know, killers like, uh, I, I don't remember who it was. Someone was already assigned to the game. And I was like, you know, nah, I'm, I'm calling in my chip. I need to switch with them. I need to, I need to get to Arizona, do anything I can. You know, the boys need me. And then like a week later, you're like, no, nah, we're not going to do it. Like, <laughs> what about re- I, I used all my chips. I can't get out of this. Like, they're already, so I just found myself in my least favorite city for an afternoon with no one else around. And uh, now I do remember had this. Had to figure out what, what, what to do with this thing that I demanded that I get. And uh, what I did was um, 
the uh, I, the previous there's a, they made a new state capital at one point, like just the building, you know, um, and the uh, the old one was just turned into a museum for Arizona, and. I am proud to tell you that I am deeply familiar with uh, with that museum. It's got some cool exhibits, and it's got a shit ton about copper. Okay, copper dome on the uh, the old state house. Is the uh, is the new capital stucco? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, no, I don't think it is. I think it's you know some kind of. It's all the state capitals with skyscraper state capitals are fucking weird. Florida's got one, and I think that it's a little. I think it's trending towards that. If I remember right, but this is a couple years ago. I just hate those houses, like the house out there. Yeah. Like my dad's, my that's dad's house uh, was, and that's obviously not Arizona, but Nevada. I mean, it's it's really nice inside, and he paid a lot for it. He was so proud of it. Looks like it's made of goddamn fa- mud. I had to fake it so hard the first time I saw it. Yeah, it's, I'm just it's like, great. Uh, you ranch sacked the outside? <laughs> Got their goddamn swamp coolers on the top? Doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't know, man. I'm telling you, just the desert well, demands things from humanity that we, we just... It's a big world. We should just stay out of there. That's the clear message from nature. I I would just be inclined to agree. There's got to be a way, you know, in the future where we can just, I don't know, fucking irrigate it, something, and just put some cool, like I saw, <laughs> I guess this is, was an old, like, drill sphere type tweet. Mm-hmm. But I just saw it yesterday and some guy was like, we don't have any new cool cities. Like, yeah, okay, you want to go live in Boston? Like, cool. And somebody was, uh, and he was like, yeah, all the politics nerds will be like, yeah, but uh, China just built all these to make it look like they're making progress and make people think it's cool. And he's like, it fucking worked. Yeah. He's like, it's like we have so much room in like Nebraska. Just put like the stupidest strobe light city possible in Nebraska, and I will move there. He's right. <laughs> and it'll be $200 a month. For my rent on the 79th floor of a mall. I mean, uh, Vegas was the largest city founded in the 20th century. Like, it was not the, the city charter. There was no people living in Las Vegas before, like, 1915. And so, I, you know, I, I would hold it up as an example of what he's talking about. That, you know, we, we did this before. We can do it again. We live in a great country capable of accomplishing great things. Well, I just wanted to take a minute for us to acknowledge the big news of the week and the big news of the day. Of course, you know, I'm talking about the mass shooting in Denver and Lakewood last night. There was a mass shooting last night? And that right there would be the introduction to us bringing back cool zone moment of the week. (laughs) Was there really? What's going on? Yeah, but I've got... More than just that, uh, five dead, including the shooter and an officer was shot. It's like in an entertainment district. And no one has heard a word about it today and probably won't. And I don't know that the word is not care. It's just that (laughs) we're at such a moment where something like that doesn't even slightly move the needle. 
Yeah, I'm I'm looking at my trending moments. I uh Yeah, it's no, no, it's gonna I don't unless see they it. put a little unless they put a little juice, a little viral juice on the promotion. Like wouldn't that be funny if like we got to a point the, where the, like the paid promoted one was <laughs> if tragedies have to promote. Well, you know. Fucking you know, the Minions Three is coming out, and they paid us a lot to put this here, and we are a business trying to make some money. So yeah, you want to knock so, them off that spot? How much that of the victims want to kick in? That's ultimate cool zone. Is that when, like, you when when mass shootings have to be promoted? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll get there, but well, no, the result is just you won't see them or hear about them. Yeah. Unless you like happen to stumble across it, it's not like I had a alert set. I don't know. I kind of support that. Like, uh, I just I think that the news coverage does leave us with a distorted view of what the actual dangers are in our lives. Like, you're you're probably not going to see a mass shooting. I'm probably not going to see a mass shooting. It's possible. It's more possible here than in other countries, certainly, and that doesn't mean nothing. But. Uh, as far as just having an accurate, calibrated understanding of what world you are living in and what your children are like, likely to see and, you know, just going by the, you know, our brains were evolved to, they don't, they don't have any fucking clue what a TV is, you know? Um, like, the pace of evolution is such that, you know, like, I, I'm always blown away by uh, George DiGiani whenever I got on the diet for fight night. He's like, and you know, this is... It's the first time I had heard it, but it's now like widely accepted. Like every, everyone knows about this this concept of like, uh, you know, your your body just wasn't made for grain, like fucking bread. You you I you mean to tell me that eating bread and eating pebbles, same fucking thing. Body just doesn't know what to do. Um, <laughs> and like obviously, it's not literally what he means, but uh, you know the. He's like, yeah, you know, it's only been in the been in the diet for X number thousand of years, so like we just we haven't we haven't caught up with grains, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know it, it is it is true. Like you know, there. I mean, sure. you see with the gluten free stuff, like some people, uh, if they're eating bread, they're shitting their brains out, and if they stop, they don't. Like uh, you know, the, their body just it's it's not ready for bread. Uh, and I think that similar things are going on with, uh, you know, whether or not it can handle, um, or like properly put into context and, and process accurately the idea that, you know, anytime anyone or like any group of people larger than like a certain number, uh, gets shot anywhere in the country, you know, and, and there's not like a, a similar, it's, it's not like it's news every time, uh, Two friends uh, put aside their dis their differences and like get back together, you know, and, and, and re rekindle their friendship after many years away. You, you know what I mean? Kanye and Dr Kanye and Drake. That one, yeah, that that did get get news coverage as as it well should. But your point stands. Yeah, you, you know, it's just like I don't know. I the world is not getting worse, uh, and I mean, like in some ways it is, in some ways it's not. You know, but like. Overall, if you look at the sweep of history, things are continuing to get better. But like, you know, you could find plenty of episodes where I'm struggling to understand that uh, because just all this. Stuff. So I don't know. I, I I think that news shouldn't exist. How about that? Well, if it didn't, I wouldn't have been able to kill like half an hour the way that I did yesterday, which was uh, this is a. Uh, kind of a, a, a taken for granted cool zone moment. 
and I don't know when this started, but it doesn't appear that anybody really asks the question, is it weird that news agencies just broadcast police chases? Oh, buddy, can I tell you a little something? Did you watch it? With my goddamn eyes, motherfucker. Okay, so that's one thing I was going to tell you, is that at two points, they passed right by the route that I've been taking to your house. Like, right by. Now, they kept losing them a little bit, but it was a long-ass chase, so much so that I didn't even see the end of it. From from what I saw, they just lost him, like, half an hour in. Uh, I, I just know the end of it because Dallas, Texas TV had the end of it, of course. Okay. Like, they just had, you know, video of a guy sitting on the corner with a thousand cops around him. You know, okay, because I definitely recognized that. That's one thing I was going to tell you about watching it is that I uh, just from watching it on the chopper. You know, I don't spend a ton of time in Dallas anymore, and like watching a half hour police chase at least three different times, I was like, you know what, I should get over to that part of the city. I hadn't been over there in a while. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, he was going through some great areas. Got some quality restaurants. Tourist film. Come on down. (laughs) No. you know, it's uh, it's it's the new year, fresh possibilities, lot going on. You know, just the world is out there for us to to reach out and grab. So I'm back to being drone guy. I'm back in it, dude. Oh. I'm just getting out there. Um, I I don't want to bore everyone with the details, but the previous drone I did not own. It was a loner. Um, my brother's got a bunch of drones. It's a whole thing, whole fucking thing. Um, but uh, so I I decided it was time that I grow up. And I just get my own goddamn drone. So I, I bought a drone and I'm out there. Uh, what I wanted to do was uh, the from my house, I can see uh, the NSA. Or it's just like an AT&T switching center. But like there was an article in The Intercept. The NSA has like a room of that switching center. And it's one of eight like major stations throughout the country where they uh, just read all your emails. Like, technically, they're not supposed to be reading your emails, but, like, they've been caught over and over not giving a shit about that. So they're reading your emails. Um, And I can see from my house uh, the way it's framed, uh, like, just the the particular vantage point that I have. If I'm looking at that center, uh, there's an American flag flapping in the wind, like, Mm. in between my view of that center and, and here, you know. And I just, I can't tell you how many times that I, you know go up late at night and think about it. You're just keeping an eye on them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, uh, if it gets to a certain hour of the evening, uh, you know, you're in a certain mood. Just high as fuck looking at the thing. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'll just say it directly. I think we all got <laughs> okay. it. Um, and so, uh, so I just wanted to get to, you know, I just wanted to like see if I could uh, do a better, like, you know, the, the thing that I like, because another part of evolution is uh cameras in your eyes like your eyes are just so much better and like objects in the distance it's a whole fucking thing you know um so like it it takes considerable thought to like get something on camera that's just like half as good as what's already being perceived by someone standing there and so i was was trying to use the uh the drone to do that and so i'm just standing in the fiesta parking lot this is a fiesta where the, the flag is um you know that fiesta on ross and so I'm standing in the Fiesta parking lot and the drone controller just starts going haywire because it knows whenever there's manned air- aircraft uh, like nearby. Like if a if a plane flies over, it, it gives like a light beep because, you know, the plane's probably pretty far away and it's a lot higher than the drone is and, you know, whatever. Um, 
And uh, but it starts like really being serious, like shit's going down. And I look up and there's three helicopters like coming at me. And this thought was very brief. I handled it pretty quickly. But my first one was like, oh, man, they know I broke drone rules. <laughs> it's this is for me. They're going to shoot me out of the sky. Yeah, they brought up three birds. To t- <laughs> Between you and me, I was breaking a couple of drone rules, possibly. Possibly. I kind of just assume that's the norm. There's so many of them. Yeah, why would that be? <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, so they're, they're just buzzing at me. And I'm like, okay. And, you know, quickly I figure out they're, they're, they're not asking where's the drone. They're looking for someone. They're doing something. And um, I'm wondering what, you know, I'm, I'm thinking bank robbery. What, what did the guy do? Dude, I don't know. It just like I saw it pop up on the NBC DFW <clears throat> Twitter feed and I caught it like within two minutes of it starting. Oh, like, oh, I just happened to be great. killing time. And all the article said was an attempted stop in Deep Ellum. OK. And, and then by that point, he was already up on like 75 headed north. Cool. And so I'm like, let's see what happens, you know, and I didn't have anything to do. They canceled all the freaking bowl games. So this was my this was my Arizona Bowl or whatever was supposed to be on yesterday, and I I mean, dude, he was prolific. Yeah, and I mean, it's I not no like it was that, uh, you, just you, Azel. You keep going first, you know, like uh, the, the the fact that it was it was through such prime parts of the city. I th- I think is uh, a real a real selling point. Um, but yeah, no, I just uh, I'm standing there. The the the, the choppers are going. Uh, I'm just kind of just left the drone like hovering where it is because I. I don't want to hit the choppers, you know, uh, like I'm just imagining like that this chase comes to an end with a fiery crash because some idiot ran his drone into a chopper. Um, and so I'm, I'm doing whatever I can because I think like if I if I get it back to me and down, like then I've got to move it. And like, you know, what if that I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and as I'm just going through that, just fucking I don't I don't see him like it because he doesn't have uh police sirens and uh you know lights on his car. <laughs> but I saw I don't know, ten fucking cop cars tearing down in a line. Um some were DPDs, some were sheriffs, and then you had the uh the DPS, the big uh suburban with the gold state of Texas on the side pulling up the rear. Um and then just tore down Ross. As an aside, you never want to see it. But that's a dope-looking police vehicle. I mean, you know, murdered out suburban. Hard to make them look bad. But with the the gold star, absolutely. On it, or maybe you know, maybe it's copper. <laughs> it might be copper. Hard to know. Kind of thinking about it in my head. Yeah. So the weird thing about it was, uh, I, I, I took a I took a bunch of notes <laughs> while I was watching okay. it. Uh, so again, just like the general thing of like when I. There's almost no news value to watching that live. Okay. Like it's not like you're watching it live and you're going to be like, now I can act. We have a man <laughs> who's driving <clears throat> for a reason. Like, it's I mean, it's one of the versions of news that is almost purely entertainment. Like even the cat fashion show like might make people feel like, oh, there's good in the community. This is news that maybe I'll get involved in that next time and Hey, that's my granddaughter, and I can tell my friends like it's sketch, but it's news. Mm-hmm. But like, there's almost no news value. Like, it's not like it's a fugitive that might get into your home. 
Like, I guess you could make the case that if you're watching on TV, and it was this wasn't even on TV, which makes it even funnier, right? Like, it's only online, which means it's only for, like, sickos clicking through Twitter or Facebook that are like, oh, watch this. It's, like, I'm surprised by that. Like, I know. Do they really not have, like, whatever is going on now, it's bigger than a fucking car chase? It's Whatever they currently have is going to get more viewers than a car chase? Well, I mean, Days of Our Lives has ads, you know? I don't know. And they're not going to... They, they run this, you know, straight through. So it was just odd to me that it's like there's almost no reason for the news to be doing this. And like the amount of fuel that they're burning, yeah. <laughs> like to be to be up there for that long. And I I think those those helicopters are up there a lot anyways. Like they do traffic, you know, they do provide aerial shots in the event that something does pop off in another part of the city. Not really sure how helpful those are either other than just looking badass. Of like a crime scene, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, just from a tactical standpoint, the reason this chase went on so long is because this dude was committed to establishing the run like very few. Once he got off central, very few like times did he break like 50, maybe even like 40. Okay, like he was just kind of going, you know, and he was just like no reason not to, though, right? Uh, you mean no reason to like to start speeding? Yeah, like it, we all know at this point that like it's you know obvious the point. I don't even need to say it. Like they're not going to overtake him and like smash him into a house or something, right? So if if you're in a chase where you're not worried about the people catching you, then what speed? The, like you're you're gonna run out of gas faster if you're going eighty. Yeah, and as you start to make maneuvers just around city blocks. If you're only going like 35, then when there's like a blockade of cars but not a spike strip, if you're going 35, you can just very easily drive around them, which he did like four times. Yeah. If you're going like 70, it's, oh, shit, and now everybody's dead. So there was just multiple times where there were like cop cars blocking and he's just like, oh, a sidewalk. I'm just going to drive over that at a speed that in no way affects my tires Keep on going. Yeah. Uh, which is brings me to my next thought, which is as much as we have like the fucking Punisher sticker culture mm-hmm. and like the be a hero guy is seemingly everywhere you turn. Like I feel like half the people who are like big gun people, I feel like about half those people. Now, I don't know how they would do when rubber met the road so to speak, but about half those people are hoping for somebody to try a shooting somewhere they are. Mm -hmm. Given that, it's very surprising to me that we haven't seen more people try to go hero during police chases. Just open their fucking personal arm into the the vehicle. Uh, I just mean they're, no, I just mean like get in the way with their car. Yeah. Like even like from a very light standpoint, like there were multiple times where if like a civilian would have given him a slight bump at an intersection, this shit would have been over. (laughs) And like everybody's just kind of like almost throwing him the Jeep wave. Like, all right, see you, brother. I mean, I I think that the down the road, the national consciousness is honestly pretty conflicted about how they feel about outlaws, I think. Like, because there's a certain kind of outlaw that we absolutely despise, and there's a certain kind that we love dearly. And whenever, like, 
despite the fact that he was the bad kind the second before he started the chase, the second you're in the chase, you are the good kind. Yeah, that may be it. That may be it because I'm just thinking like there was there, like I these mean, drug dealing thugs ripping apart our communities. We hate them, but you know these uh, men who thirst for freedom and are willing to get it by any means necessary. Well, they're great. Yeah, He's and in I would Western. even I would even say that like once the drug dealing thugs that are killing our community, uh, once they have like any level of depth added to them, people are like, I can kind of see it. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously there's things like The Wire where, you know, Stringer seemed like a cool character to me. But, uh, I mean, I just remember watching, like, uh, Narcos, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, I understand this is a controversial take, so much so that I don't even agree with it. But I remember watching that show and being like, like, whether it was Pablo, I guess pretty much just Pablo Escobar. I remember thinking, like, do you know the the people in this country not know much about like what the groups that we consider terrorists in the Middle East do? Yeah, like there's no way you could make a dramatized version of like Hamas and be like, I don't know, they you know they pay for the light bill for the community. Yeah, but it is odd. We just decide like, oh, I mean, I know this guy's bad, but this is kind of cool. But anyways, nobody at all at any point in this chase was like, I don't know, maybe I just give him a little love tap. People are like standing down left and right i think they're cheering cool. him on i think i think that the the way <laughs> that it breaks been. down like i know what you're saying like there is a, a plenty of people that love cops but i think that those people when they see this are like go get him dude ride like yeah. the wind yeah even though there's a chance that like you kill a bunch of people somehow i've done the calculation in my brain that this is like kind of cool like much much like with you know gangster films like we were saying uh, another thing, I know why they won't do it and that sucks, but the news website needs a comment section. I mean, it used to be all they did. Yeah, I'm talking about, yeah, for sure. But I, I need, I mean, for events like this, I need like a rolling, like it's a YouTube or Twitch. Yeah, stream. yeah, yeah. Because I had so much to say <laughs> and I couldn't. You would have been in there rightly, chopping it up. I couldn't rightly click back and forth from Twitter to an audience that was not watching what I was watching and give my comments, you know, because I had observations, you know, things that needed to be said. There was nowhere for it to go. Yeah. And then my last thing is, um, and maybe you being uh, back into being drone guy, if you ever want a, a career swerve, you know, like I never really thought that you could have been on the board of Deloitte, T. Rowe, Waterhouse, House, Pritchard, Fisher Price. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Touche. Could have, but yeah. An asset for them, I would be. But I do think with the right amount of training, you might be able to be helicopter, camera, person, woman, TV, dog. You know, that job seems awesome. It does. It does. You don't have to fly the, the, the chopper. Okay, so you're talking about just the guy with the camera? Yeah, See, because I, that guy, yeah. in my mind, that guy is like, I mean, they're a two-man or two-person or probably more than that team. But based on where the camera is. Most, I kind of wonder if, like, they're fucking it telling probably is to. Too. Like, I, because I, there's that documentary that I have not seen, but it's just about the one, the, the person in L.A., you know what I'm talking about? There was. The, uh, 
Oh, the no. I thought you were talking about the – you said documentary, so now I feel dumb. I thought you were talking about Night Star – Night – Nightcrawler is an Jake amazing Jake. movie. It's very good. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a documentary. I, I don't know if this is the hook. I just – this is a detail. I don't want to be sensationalist about it, but it's a transgendered person. Like when they started – like in the – they were one of the pioneers of filming stuff for the news from the helicopter – and like, you know, we're just a legend of the business for a long time. And it, at some point during that time went from being a man to a woman. Um, and the way that that's presented, I kind of was under the impression that they were doing that by themselves, like that they were flying the chopper and shooting the video. That probably existed at one point, but I feel like I've seen enough of these now to where I don't think there's any way that's possible. Okay. Like the quality is so good, dude. Like just the ability to track and like zoom in, zoom out whenever there's buildings and then like pick back up. I bet it's hard, but I would fucking love to try it. Yeah. And like, uh, there's no, I bet it's hard, especially in an urban area, dude, because they were having to navigate downtown, uptown, you know, North Dallas, East Dallas. And I mean, I was trying to do it with them. Like, uh, I want to be exceptionally clear. From a stationary position, because I I remained in the thing of, you know, with them anywhere near me, I didn't want to, like, move the drone around, you know, but, like, you can't just, like, spin it, so I was trying to, like, kind of keep them in the viewfinder so I could get video of, you know, the choppers trying to find this guy, Um, and... uh, you know, just just doing that, it's it's challenging. You know, like it's you you can get disoriented quickly about like which direction you're pointing in and everything. Like you know, you don't have the benefit of, um, you know, like it being the eyes in your head. Yeah, and it's not like infrared, like or like you don't have like a like a tracking target type thing. You know, like there's a zillion gray sedans on the road. Yeah, and so this guy's trying to, or this person, I don't know, they're trying to like zoom in zoom out like find them out of curves and even though at the half an hour in i did end up turning it off because they had lost him for a good four or five minutes and at that point it feels like the chopper is not going to find them in when they do it's going to be because he stopped the ability to keep up for 25 minutes very impressive very impressive and i assume the reason that we're never going to see your footage of trying this is because it would be admittance to a felony <laughs> uh nah, I, I think i could post it I don't, I don't think it's that you know the the time whenever they because they kind of went in and out right like there was there was times yeah. when the choppers weren't anywhere near me so i felt fine flying um so the main time whenever I yeah, was probably cool. trying to keep over them I was uh I was over the uh, Pet Supplies Plus. I think I am allowed to fly over Pet Supplies Plus. So By the way, did that used to be a liquor store? Maybe. I feel like when we lived there that was and I when I was over there the other day I'm like it, it it's not quite the same as like a pizza restaurant that becomes a bank where you know the very distinct layout of like yeah. certain liquor stores but I'm like that building looks like a certain type of liquor store, and now they're a pet supply store. That's just one I hadn't hadn't seen before. Megan had a bank that used to be a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, where was I the other day that – oh, it was crazy, dude. We went to this uh, – we had a remote at uh, like a technology company mm-hmm. in Plano. Yeah, I remember that. One of the dopest offices I've ever been in, in my life. Yeah. Complete like Silicon Valley type place. Uh, the show, not the industry and location. Um, and it was a Mexican restaurant. 
before that? Yeah. Wow. And like when I I didn't put it together whenever I first walked in, but then like yeah, I mean they had I just like assumed it was that, in like an office complex or something. Oh no, dude! They had like they had a bar, but it was mostly just like you know, uh, you know they did have like a beer tap thing because they're that would cool be tight. Place. I would love to work at an office that used to be a Mexican restaurant, but was like still kind of a yeah. Mexican restaurant. I would just love to work because at a Mexican it, restaurant. When I saw the outside again, like but not they doing had the restaurant rot, work. They had the wrought iron fence. Yeah. You know, you see it like every yeah, yeah. Mexican restaurant. I'm like, oh, of course. This is – and like where people worked were just set up like on the floor of the restaurant. Very cool. Uh, I think that's all I had on the chase. Um, but I was pretty stoked. I was pretty stoked on the chase yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. No, I mean I, I – you know, easily the closest I've ever come to one, you know. I can't – I'm not sure if I've ever like seen – because there was that one that went by the station but i don't think i was up there no i guess i haven't either i mean the most famous one of course uh you we bring this up quite a bit the guy who got away yeah yeah love that one uh and that was of note because he was running through intern margo's apartment complex Mm mm-hmm and then he hopped a fence and like scaled. It was a fence next to like a little, uh, I don't you wouldn't call it a creek. It was a built-in like water reservoir feature that the apartment probably sold as scenic. But it was the type of deal where the fence was all the way up to the concrete. Mm-hmm. So he was just doing like the uh, pantomime, like jazz hand Spider-Man walk. <laughs> Like where he had his feet like tucked out underneath the wrought iron fence like on the concrete just scaling along and then he made it to the end and he jumped into a – like a – I don't know what it was. What would you call that? Like not a land – it was like a marshy – Yeah, kind of a nature wooded, area. Yeah, and he was just gone. Yeah. Damn, dude. I, I mean if you – That's the only one I could think if of. If you want to succeed in the car chase, you got to get out of the car. You know, there's just too many – like, cars can only be driven on roads. If you're running, you can go anywhere. I mean, I I just wouldn't be able to succeed. Like, it's you're going to have to be able to outrun some people, which, you know, most people can't. But I'd say the average car chase participant is more likely, right? <laughs> you just think it's kind of a young person's game? <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Because the guy that I'm talking about, he's, he – scaled and hopped to at least eight foot uh eight foot fences in that apartment complex and the chopper had like a perfect view of it Mm, so good and he just got a little running start jumped up hand pull over yeah i mean you just got to be able to do something that the people chasing you can't do and yeah drive down a street at 30 miles an hour is never going to be that so you got to find you got to you know use use the car chase like the the car portion of the chase to maneuver yourself to an area where you're going to be able to exhibit some skills that the, the, the people chasing you are probably not going to have. Then you'll get away. And then my final cool zone moment of the week, just to wrap up, uh, dude, CDC says it's all good. Just go back to work. And that's uh, really, really happy that I got this Fauci action figure for Christmas. Um, did I send you a picture of it or no? I should. Did you really get a Fauci action figure for Christmas? No, oh. but did you not see that no. Ruth Conda style post? No. 
that's like I don't know if someone from Barstool came up with that or not, but that's that's what I call that genre now. Ruth Conda, <laughs> yeah. When your when yeah. your eight year old tells you, yeah, uh, yeah, it's literally like just some nerd. I can probably find it for you, but some guy like, yeah, I got this for my kid. Yeah, like I, he said, I don't know. You know thanks for giving me the the real superhero. I like, I wish that the public message in like. If you are exposed, certainly if you have it, then like all goes out the window. And it really kind of makes me re-examine, especially because it, you know, like uh, I think some of the analysis on uh, Omicron is uh, it's hard to separate that it's sweeping through a population that's all like is Omicron weaker or is it just uh, only being caught by people who are more vaccinated? Yeah. So uh, I don't know. But the upshot is that it does appear at this point that it's uh, not too far. Like this, this part is not as it's it's closer to the cold than what we were dealing with before. Um, and but I still feel like if I had it, there's no chance that I would uh, like get on a plane or like go to a public gathering or or anything like that. Which makes me wonder, like going forward, in order to be consistent, like. Should we just be doing that when we get colds? Like, it, it's kind of fucked up if I've got the flu and I go and sit next to someone on a plane. Yeah, but the difference is, is that while everything you said is true, it is still very dangerous for people who are not vaccinated. Yeah. Like, there still are mass amounts, not as many deaths, but mass amounts of hospitalizations. Yeah, and I, and and I think we're worried so- about hospital capacity it's, it's to some extent right now, which that changes the calculus. Which isn't going to be a, a factor with the cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's still what it's about, is that, yeah, it's not as bad. That's if, right. There, if, yeah, there are some vac- differences. Well, the biggest one is just people who won't do it. <laughs> and then I don't, I don't know what you do about that at this point, but I don't know. I personally saw that news of the, hey, got some new info for you here and just felt like, dude. I'm going to be honest. The, I thought that the letting them ride on the NASCAR track was going to work. What? Whenever they said that if you get the vaccine, you get to ride and oh, do a lap at Talladega. Oh, oh. I, Damn, I I thought for, that would be enough. It would be enough for me. That, that felt like a pretty good carrot. Yeah. I forgot about all of our... Those are some very cool zone moments for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like yeah, a bag of scratch offs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you get a like, necessary look, medical intervention, we'll let you drive on the big track like a big boy. Yeah. Now listen, I might not speak the language you're speaking, but it's from the same alphabet. So if you keep looking, <laughs> you're gonna find you're gonna find something. Look, how about a meet and greet with Major Applewhite? <laughs> there you go. No, uh, I I don't know, dude. I I think that the like as far as I don't know, like I guess what you're talking about is the, with the CDC stuff is like if you have been exposed or whatever. So that that's that that is traveling into different territory, but just. As far as anyone who wants to, you know, like, put the mask signs back up in their uh, store or whatever, I got the fucking vaccine. Like, it, it's it's totally out of step with reality to not acknowledge that being vaccinated with a booster is a much, much, much more effective intervention than wearing a fucking, like, cloth mask. 
Like it's just night and day difference. So if I've already done that, I'm doing everything I need to do. Like I've, as far as like being responsible and like, you know, being a good member of society, who's like looking out for people and doing and meeting my burden to my fellow man, I've already done it. And like being ticky, like it's, you're just playing games with yourself. Like you're, you're acting out your anxieties on me in a way that is not related to reality. And I do, I, I, I am annoyed by that. I, I, I think I mostly agree. It just, I just found it odd that, you know, the the magic wand is waved from the government overlords and they're like, actually, we have uh, – the, the nerds just got back from the lab and they said it's cool. It has nothing to do with like this entirely being motivated by uh, keeping uh, stock returns high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, nothing. It's not like we haven't even – is that going to help? Oh, that's weird. Like, just a yeah. happy, happy coincidence, but like we don't. It was never really about that. So, and also, um, uh, the old guy. You guys haven't seen him in a while. Uh, he says like the states are a laboratory. Um, that one I, I don't so know. Gonna don't make to, me defend him. <sighs> he was talking to a group of governors. Like uh, the, the the larger quote is not a problem. I, I don't have a problem with. What okay, he said. well if they. Keep sending out checks, and they figure out a way to streamline testing. You're right about that. Uh, in yeah. a federal way, yeah. then I will buy it because they've not done that yet, and they've backed out of almost every other uh, sweeping federal promise that's been made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, it is cynicism. I have a I problem like with the cynicism actions is, the way that you do. I, I don't have a problem yeah. with the words, but uh, yeah. Well, uh, I just like clickbait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who doesn't? You know? Yeah, no, I I, uh, I took a test yesterday and then realized it was just allergies. But I was I was freaking the fuck out. If I have to miss the Fiesta Bowl because of COVID, I don't even want to think about well, it. Well, I mean, I think what's more likely is that you have to miss uh, some time afterward. <laughs> oh, th- that's fine. I, I'll do th- Yeah, no, and I'll I know that. Catch AIDS for this Fiesta Bowl if I can get away. Once you get that, once you get that Tommy episode in the can, yeah, get yeah, a, yeah. a route, then it's all bets are off. Shoot you up with, uh, with AIDS. Yeah, I'll do it personally. Okay, cool. That'd be a I'm big episode good at for shots us these days. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, maybe we'll talk tomorrow. Maybe we won't. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Thanks, man. See you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.